After mentioning Crystal Pepsi in our previous episode, several people wrote in asking us to talk about it in more depth. So here we are. We truly are podcasters of the people. You know what, Mike? We really are. You know, though, when you say Crystal Pepsi, it do- it definitely sounds like drugs, right? A little bit. It sounds like a code. But anyway, should we actually talk about what it really is? Yes. Crystal Pepsi was a clear soft drink sold by, well, PepsiCo from 1992 to 1994. And it seems to have been less weird than some of the other sodas we've talked about, as it is said that it tasted pretty close to regular Pepsi, but maybe less acidic and a little sweeter. Two things. I can't imagine a sweeter Pepsi, and I don't know if I would notice the acidity taste either. Agree with both of those things. Pepsi is so sweet. Like, it makes my teeth hurt to consider what this would be like. Crystal Pepsi can be considered as a reaction to the clear craze. This was a marketing and design fad that started in the late 80s. It lasted all the way up through the translucent IMAX and games consoles of the late 90s and early 2000s. I love the clear craze Wikipedia page. Do not miss the photo of the see-through Pontiac sedan. It's amazing. Let's be honest, we all know that you love translucent IMAX, maybe even a little too much, like an unhealthy amount, but it's fine. I do love them. Yeah. yeah. You do have a, uh, what is it, Henry Ford Museum? Like a, like a whole thing from you? Yeah. Yeah. I donated uh, yeah, 13 see-through IMAX to them. Man of the people. Man of the people. Crystal Pepsi (laughs) came from a change in the soda market. In the 1980s, the market was booming, growing leaps and bounds on the back of diet sodas were like the new thing at the time, and so the market was exploding. However, as the 90s rolled out, things were starting to slow down, with 1991 seeing just a 1.8% growth rate. And look, we all know no one's going to accept that. Mm-mm. Pepsi-Cola North America CEO Craig Weatherup saw this as a time to innovate and take risks, expanding Pepsi beyond a soda brand to become, and I quote, a total beverage company. Mm. TBC, as they call it in the business. The TBC. <laughs> I don't know if they call it that. This included pushing Pepsi into new markets that had been started by products riding that clear craze, both in terms of looks and and of perception. This is an important part of this because some companies were selling drinks based on a lack of food coloring or artificial ingredients. In the industry, these products were known as New Age with the best known ex- <laughs> <laughs> with the best known examples in North America being something called Clearly Canadian and Snapple, which is a tea company i don't i don't know how snapple well, fits they did in there. juices too though right yeah i guess so yeah so like i guess that's the idea it's like it's not it's not it's, it's not soda yeah it's it's new age yeah <laughs> pepsi management took all this in and worked through and again i quote over a thousand different products but it was clear that the market wanted something healthier Pepsi would respond to something that, on paper at least, was a great fit. I am a little bit confused with Pepsi of, like, why they decided to make this drink just taste like Pepsi. Like, that's, like, the the funny thing to me. It's like, we need a new drink. It should taste just like our other drink. Like, that is a surprise to me. But more on all of Crystal Pepsi after the break. This episode of Ungenius is brought to you by Hello. Have you ever tried a buckwheat pillow? They're totally different than the fluffy, soft pillows that most of us are used to. It supports your head and neck how you want it to, and unlike traditional squishy soft pillows, they don't collapse under the weight of your head. Soft pillows allow your neck to fall in a downward bend, 
adding uncomfortable pressure to muscles, nerves, and discs. Hello Pillow is really different and it's really awesome. That support is something that I appreciate. And so much so that actually my daughter tried it and then took it and I haven't had my Hello Pillow back. Like she's been using it for a long time now. One of the nice things about it is that Hello Pillows stay cool and dry. Most pillows absorb and retain body heat and moisture, making your pillow feel warm and humid. Buckwheat, on the other hand, tends to breathe better, so there's no more flipping to the cool side of the pillow. If you use two pillows or fold your pillow in for an attempt for proper support, that's a sign that your pillow isn't firm or thick enough. Hello support allows you to keep your head and neck where you want them. You can even add or remove the fill from the zippered opening in the pillow so you can adjust its thickness to your liking. People have been sleeping on buckwheat pillows for centuries, and they're popular in places like Japan to this day. You might also see them on pillow menus at fancy hotels. Buckwheat is just a more natural way to sleep, better than a sack of plucked bird feathers or petroleum-based foam, and Hello is made in the USA with quality construction and materials. The certified organic cotton case is cut and sewn for durability, and the buckwheat is grown and milled in the U.S., People love this pillow, which you'll see in their customer reviews. Ungenious listeners can sleep on it for 60 nights. And if Hello isn't for you, just ship it back and they'll give you a refund. So go to hellopillow.com slash ungenious. And if you try more than one pillow, you get a discount of up to $20 per pillow depending on the size. Get fast, free shipping on every order. And 1% of all profits are donated to the Nature Conservancy. Why not give the gift of better sleep? Hello is a unique gift to your family and friends and one they will appreciate every night. Just go to hellopillow.com slash ungenius to try it for 60 days. That link is in the show notes. Our thanks to Hello for their support of the show and Relay FM. All right, getting back to Crystal Pepsi. It was already known that food coloring strongly affected flavor perceptions amongst consumers, with people associating light flavors with light colors. Makes sense to me, but it's wild to think about how our senses are connected this way, like we have these biases. Yeah, it's strange. To tap into this, Crystal Pepsi's formulation swapped the traditional caramel coloring with modified food starch for the clear look. The company worked on over 3,000 versions of the new drink, performing consumer testing throughout the process. The outcome was a version of the drink that had 134 calories in a 12-ounce serving, 20 fewer than regular Pepsi. Hey, it's a diet drink now. Mission accomplished. Congratulations. In April of 1992, Crystal Pepsi was launched as a test in Dallas, Texas, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Colorado, and the response was positive. We should note that none of this was done with the angsty marketing that Coke used for OK Soda. If you didn't hear our previous episode, there's a link in the show notes for that. Crystal Pepsi's official slogan was, quote, you've never seen a taste like this. That's a pretty good slogan. It's a great slogan. It's excellent. And it was everywhere. They got their money's worth out of it, including a Super Bowl ad in 1993, which was later parodied by SNL, which is a true mark of success in my mind. Or failure. Or failure, I guess. Yeah, it's a true mark of an extreme. Something. Something happened. <laughs> the company invented the world's first photorealistic computer-generated bus wrap printing to advertise the product. This is just a, one of those trivia things you now know this right that pepsi created the first ever bus wrap that looked real so there you go they also gave away beverages in several cities across the u.s uh, including with sunday newspaper deliveries for the boston globe 
Get your news and get your diet soda. Mm -hmm. By December of that year, Crystal Pepsi was ready for a nationwide launch in the United States. In its first year, it captured 1% of the soft drink market, forcing Coca-Cola to ship a clear version of its tab beverage. Well, this is where Coca-Cola's chief marketing officer comes in. We spoke about Sergio Zyman last time. He's back! He's, he's back, back again! <laughs> well, if, was, is he back or was this before? I don't remember where we are in the timeline now. It's about the same time as OK Soda. Okay. He was the executive behind both New Coke and OK Soda. He would later say that Tab Clear was designed to kill Crystal Pepsi in what he called his born to die strategy. Ah, that's hardcore. This guy is amazing. I love him. <laughs> this included using the poor performing Tab brand to damage Pepsi's product in the market. Coke labeled their product as a sugar free diet drink to confuse consumers into thinking that Crystal Pepsi had no sugar and marketing the product as if it were medicinal. It was a big year for clear products, with Miller making a colorless beer, which is just a terrible... Like, all of these are not great ideas. That is that's the terrible. <laughs> Several brands making clear liquid soaps, which I don't even know why that's a thing, and even a colorless mouthwash making store shelves uh, a little more see-through. Even with the clear hype, it was a short-lived ride of Crystal Pepsi being discontinued in late 1993 thanks to the introduction of clear tab and consumers being a little bit cleared out despite Pepsi's advertising efforts. In 2007, David Novak, an executive at Pepsi, was interviewed by Fast Company and he said this about Crystal Pepsi. It was a tremendous learning experience. I still think it's the best idea I ever had and the worst executed. A lot of times <laughs> as a leader, you think they don't get it. They don't see my vision. Maybe because your vision was clear, my man. But <laughs> he went on. People were saying we should stop and address some issues along the way. And they were right. It would have been nice if I had made sure the product tasted good. <laughs> yeah, it would have been good. Good idea. Be good. Nice one, Novak. Yep. Once you have a great idea and you blow it, you don't get a chance to resurrect it. Well, that's not exactly true. In 2014, Coca-Cola reintroduced the soft drink Surge after a Facebook campaign by lovers of said beverage. The next year, people began asking for Crystal Pepsi to make a comeback because the internet just cannot be satiated. This included YouTube videos of people enjoying vintage bottles of the drink, bad idea, and a change.org petition with over 37,000 signatures. Someone paid to put up 15 billboards around Los Angeles. And in 2015, a mobile billboard truck drove around Pepsi's New York headquarters to get the company's attention. In June of 2015, <laughs> Pepsi replied of a statement that read, We've had customers ask us to bring back their favorite products before, but never with your level of enthusiasm and humor. We're lucky to have a Pepsi super fan like you on our side. We definitely hear you and your followers, and we think you'll all be happy with what's in store. Stay tuned. In mid-2016, they made good on their promise. Crystal Pepsi was released for a limited time across the United States and Canada. The company promoted it with a retro-styled website and marketing video, including the Crystal Pepsi Trail. This was a game you could play in your browser and was an officially licensed parody of the classic Oregon Trail. It was released again for a limited time in 2018 and on its 30th anniversary 
in 2022. You can find examples from each release on eBay. I don't recommend drinking a bottle from 1992. Yeah, don't do not do that. If you want to read more about Crystal Pepsi and these other related topics, uh, check out the links in the show notes. They're in your podcast player, and they're on the web at relay.fm slash ungenius slash 204. Mike, until next time we pour each other a drink, say goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye, y'all.